0: Numa podcast with the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguchi. Our readings today are from the book of Genesis chapter 45, verse 3 to 11, and the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 6, verse 27 to 38. Genesis chapter 45, 3 to 11. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him. So dismayed were they at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they came closer. He said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves. Because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years. And there are five more years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve you a remnant on earth. And to keep alive for you many survivors. So, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh and lord of all his house and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Hurry up. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thor says your son Joseph, God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not delay. You shall settle in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near me. You and your children and your children's children, as well as your flocks, your herds, and all that you have, I will provide for you there, since there are five more years of farming to come, so that you and your household and all that you have will not come to poverty. Let us read from the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 27 to 38. But I say to you who hear, Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you, whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and learn, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. And do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Pardon and you will be pardoned. Give and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And running over, for by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you today in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, because of who you are. We thank you, Lord, because you're the Lord of mercy. We thank you, Lord, because you are the Lord of grace. And Lord, as I speak, O Lord, on your behalf today, I pray that those listening to the sound of my voice will come to that terms with your grace. And all of this we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Today I'm going to speak on a very important topic. And the title of today's podcast is Unreserved Grace to Forgive. Unreserved Grace to Forgive. Let us look at what the theological definition of grace is. It is defined as the divine influence which operates. In humans to regenerate and sanctify, to inspire virtuous impulses and to impact strength, to endure trial and resist temptation, and as an individual virtue or excellence of divine origin. Grace is also defined as an unmerited favor of God to humankind. I find our text today very, very difficult to preach, especially if you live in the United Kingdom in February 2019. This is because of our politically charged atmosphere. First, we are at the cost of a remarkable period in the history of our nation. A nation that prides itself a master of diplomacy and at its colonial peak had control over substantial amount of the world population. This same nation is now itself caught up in a never-ending parliamentary debate over the now-familiar hype called Brexit. The second thing to consider today is that there is the case of shamima begon the so-called isis poster girl or bride these two situations are so tense that most preachers avoid making comments in public so as not to be vilified but are we doing what is right as gospel preachers as christians Are we biblically informing ourselves in times like this? What do we base our judgments on? Does the Bible have a place in our judgments? Let me make some things clear here. My intervention today is not an official position of any denomination or Christian body in this country. But rather, my considerations on these issues are the result of personal reflections on matters that concern us all, who live in a civilized world, who live in Britain. The text today calls for a very serious scrutiny of our biblical understanding of the true definition of what it means to love our enemies and to do good to those who harm us. I will not pretend about the difficulties of loving against all odds, but it is a divine assignment that requires obedience without question. The story of Joseph began in Genesis chapter 37 when Joseph's own brother, those he loved and should love him back, sold him into slavery in Egypt for profit. And it ended in chapter 50 when he died. Having been sold to the merchant of Egypt, Joseph was wrongfully accused and imprisoned. He was recognized in prison, forgotten in prison, and subsequently released from prison and elevated to a very prominent position in the country. Providence brought him face to face with his conspirators. In fact, his brotherly enemies, those who wish him death, those who sold him off and performed his funeral. Friends, may I ask you, what will you do and what will be your reaction if you were to be confronted with the reality such as this? The story of Joseph offers us an insight into modern day practice of restorative justice which, according to a group called Restorative Justice Council, is a system of criminal justice that brings those harmed by crime or conflict and those responsible for the harm into communication, enabling everyone affected by a particular incident to play a part in repairing the harm and finding a possible way forward. When we hear or read about serious crimes, The natural and immediate human reaction is to seek for appropriate justice to be served. Yet the scriptures encourage us to love, to do good, to bless and to pray for our enemies, even those who harms or have the potential to curse us harm. We may find this commandment almost unreasonable and struggle to agree with them but understand that our inflexible reciprocity has never really worked for us. In other words, capital punishment has never really deterred people from committing capital offenses. One important factor that seems to come to play in Joseph's approach to restorative justice was his introspective retrospectivity about what happened. Here's what Joseph said. He said in verse number 5 to 7 of our Genesis text to his brothers, Don't be angry with yourselves that you did this to me, for God did it. He sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. These two years of farming will grow to seven, during which there will be neither plowing nor harvest, God has sent me here to keep you and your family alive so that you will become a great nation. Unreserved grace and healing power of forgiveness demonstrated in this text by Joseph. He undoubtedly was healed and it is also plausible to think that his once wicked and murderous brothers were healed as well as their aging father, Jacob. My friends, grace brings healing. Unreserved grace brings healing. Forgiveness is key to everything and anything. There is an intrinsic power in the act of grace and forgiveness that is beyond human comprehension. You and I can never think and come to terms with how this thing called grace works. This is why whenever you forgive someone you find this peace of mind which cannot be found anywhere joseph was in a place of power and authority to revenge but instead he chose to use it use his position for the good of all who were present both egyptians and his brothers he used his position to forgive and to bless instead of punishing and desecrating those who have harmed him. Now, in the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 27 to 38, Jesus Christ invites us into an entirely different appraisal of ourselves and to imagine a new possibility of Christian living by loving our enemies, Jesus called on his listeners to let go of their own understanding of the structure of right and wrong, and to follow his direction of travel, and be willing to forgive whenever forgiveness is needed, in spite of the cost of the offense. Jesus Christ himself demonstrated forgiveness severally, for example. Jesus forgave the woman caught in adultery in the book of John chapter 8 verse 1 to 11. Jesus again forgave the woman he met at the well in John chapter 4 verse 1 to 42. Jesus also forgave the thief that was crucified with him in Luke chapter 23 verse 39 to 43. He also said, Father forgive them for they know not what they do to all those that crucified him, that participated in saying crucify him. This type of love is that which is expressed in mercy and forgiveness, that pour unreservedly from God's own kindness. Demonstrating love in this way is not easy, but it is what we're called to do and is in doing it, we reflect the way that God intends the world to be. My brothers, my friends, in our world today, it's difficult even for the church to show grace. We preach grace, we preach love, but we have none of this. Today's uh, podcast is calling you to come to that point where you will learn this unreserved grace of God to forgive. As I bring this podcast to conclusion, I want to remind you listening to me today that the underlying richness of our gospel is the grace that God has for all people, even bad people and those that steal or refuses to acknowledge his existence. God wants us to love when we do not feel like it. He wants us to love the unlovable and undeserving people. God is a God of love. God doesn't have love. God is love himself. The story of Joseph exemplifies the truth about agape love and grace. The teaching of Jesus calls us back to the golden rule of loving our enemies and to do good to those I would like to leave you with this question. Could it be possible for us to rethink our own definition of what it means to love, especially those who are clearly a threat, either to our individual, family, community and national well-being and security? Today, we in the United Kingdom, we're confronted with uh, situations such as Shamima Burden. It's difficult to come to the tense of loving her it, because of what she has said, because of the things that we know of her. It is difficult for me too as a Christian, as a believer, as a preacher. But I say to you, brothers and sisters, friends, and those who listen to this podcast, that it is difficult to, to comprehend these things. But we are called to forgive. We are called to love those who harm us. We are called to, to, be, to, to show grace and mercy. Even when we can't. Even when we don't want to. And I know it is difficult for many of you today. But please consider what the Bible say, where we read in Genesis, and what Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, verse 27 to 38. As we continue in our quest for relationship with God, may we find this grace enough in our own hearts to forgive those like Shanema Bergen. Let me end with the words of Brother Paul in Philippians chapter 4, verse 89. Paul said, summing it all up, friends, I did say you will do best by filling your mind and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me. What you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God who makes everything work together will walk you into his most excellent harmony. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a moment like this, a moment of confrontation, spiritual confrontation, scriptural confrontation, a moment that we learn from you what your heart is towards the people that you created. And Father, I pray for as many that listen to this podcast, that they may find peace, that they may find grace. That your unreserved grace to forgive who abide in all of them. And Lord, I know that you are still in the business of forgiveness. I ask, O oh Lord, that you forgive us all as your children. As we learn to toe the line that you have intended us to. All of this we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Friends, thank you for listening to this podcast today and I invite you to come back again another time. God bless you.